0: Hey guys, welcome to the Learn Feng Shui podcast, where you'll learn Feng Shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. So if you're interested in learning Feng Shui, Chinese astrology, all things Chinese metaphysics, as well as the superstitions and myths that connect it all, you'll enjoy learning Feng Shui with me. Hey guys, welcome to the month of October. Let's talk all about the energy of the metal dog. The month of October and the ninth month of the solar calendar starts on um, October 8th. It's the first 15-day cycle of energy starting off the month called the GS cycle. It starts October 8th and it goes through October 23rd and it's called Cold Dew. The second cycle is called the Qi cycle. It starts um, October 23rd and goes all the way till November 7th and it is called Frosting. jumping right into the animal signs and astrology for October. Um, let's start with the dog. So remember the dog is the animal sign that governs the month. So it is called the grand Duke or the Thai soy of the month. The, if you have the animal side of dog, sometimes it just means that again, it's like an all eyes on you type of thing. Having the grand Duke or the Duke's arrival does signify that you can, um, potentially have more, uh like eyes on you it could signify you're getting more attention this month so again if you make out a good attention and you're ready for it that's the best course of action for you if you have the animal sign of dog in your natal chart Another thing to note if you have the animal sign of dog in your natal chart is that it already is mixing with the uh, tiger. You know, it's combining with the animal sign of tiger that's already present for 2022. So um, you you may have an extra element of fire, especially for the month. Um, those, you know, create a part of the combination of a fire frame. So you may have extra fire. Um Again, if your year has been running pretty smoothly already, um, I think it continue to do so. If you feel like you've been a little bit stressed out, um, sometimes fire can be overwhelming. Um, but one thing you can do is use the earth element and you can literally... Um, use one of the sectors in your home that is associated with earth element. Like that, I like the northeast. You can just sit in the northeast sector, um, or you can sit with your what is called your stability direction, and that's uh, personal and um, is based on the year that you were born. So, if you don't know what your stability direction is, you can go uh, calculate your natal chart, and it'll be the little Um, off to the side under eight mansions or favorable directions, your stability direction. And don't forget, you do have an animal sign for the year, month, day, and even hour that you were born. So you can have up to four animal signs in your natal chart. I would check out the companion blog post um, where it has all the links and explains everything about, you know, if the animal sits in a certain spot, your year, month, day, or hour, how it can possibly impact you. All right, so the animal sign of rabbit, rabbit and dog combine also to create the fire element. So with fire being at the end of its season in the fall, extra fire energy, of course, can help rabbits um, feel a little bit more creative and inspired. So it might be a time where you feel also creative and inspired. Maybe you feel like you want to communicate or self-expression. Maybe you want to speak publicly or do videos, you know, put some sort of content out there where you're speaking publicly. It's a good month for rabbits to do that. So the rabbit already combines with the entire year to create the element of wood. So sometimes that uh, combination isn't going to occur with the dog because you already have what's called the seasonal combination occurring with the tiger. And then you get a dragon day come in and that seasonal combination takes precedence over the combining with the dog, so you might not get a combination with the dog this month. So I wouldn't, uh, you know, put too many, too much emphasis on thinking about how the rabbit can combine with the dog because I think it's combining nicely with the other animal signs that are already present, and I think that is dominating right now. So I feel like you have a dominant wood energy this year. So if you have the animal sign of horse and tiger, it combines very nicely with the month of the dog. Um, Especially if you just have a horse, even if you just have the horse, remember it is a tiger year, it is a dog month. You already have the combination, so it's there. So that means you may have extra fire energy also. And so again, the fire energy is just, just kind of depending on how it impacts you, what it means to you, and what your elements are. Um, Again, it could prove to be very beneficial in terms of like extra inspiration, passion. Uh, Maybe you feel more motivated. Maybe you feel it'll, you know, represents happiness. So perhaps that you feel even happy this month, you know. So just kind of depending on what exactly it means to you. But if it starts to feel overwhelming, same thing. You can do the same thing that I recommended for the dog. Use that stability direction. Um, and just kind of think like, hey, was summer good for you? Did you feel overwhelmed in the summer? Because remember, summer is that season of fire. So if you had a pretty good summer and you feel like it was very beneficial to you, you should have you know pretty good month this month. I think I forget to mention this sometimes, but um, coming again back to that, what I is called the seasonal combination. So these are the animal signs that actually make up the season of. Uh, Fall, so we're going to look at the animal signs of fall. So if you have a monkey and a rooster the dog coming in for the month will create what is called the seasonal combination of metal. So because the element that governs the month of fall is metal. So again um, this is really a time where I myself have experienced these issues. If you already have a lot of metal in your chart already, then you could possibly have some issues like autoimmune issues, respiratory, um, especially asthma triggered, um, you know, by allergens. So, for example, we here I live in West Texas. We harvest a lot of cotton, and anytime they start to spray and defoliate the cotton for harvest. Oh my gosh, my allergies kick up. Um, Not so much in the past couple of years, but I really feel like it's really been bad this year. And I have had autoimmune flare-ups. I've had a lot of health issues. And you may experience respiratory, again, asthma and eczema because eczema also is um, a skin condition related to allergens and the immune system, all represented by the metal element. So do be careful. Um, one thing that you may want to try is um, acupuncture, You might want to try some acupuncture, unblock the chakras. I do feel like it's more of an energetic thing, especially when it's our um, immune system that's flaring up with autoimmune issues. So I I recently read something very interesting that was saying, according to Chinese medicine, if your food is not digesting properly, you could have respiratory issues. And I do think this is a large portion of the problem. So I think stomach also and gut health is super important for this month and it's really important if you have immune issues because of the um, natural bacteria that occur in our stomach and our gut health are super important to everything else in our body. If our stomach is functioning correctly and we're expelling waste correctly, uh, the rest of our organs will have more flow and chi to them. So um, I would really watch your diet and eating this month and try and get a little um, acu- acupuncture if you can. Um, I know that snake, the animal kind of snake does not combine in any way with... The month, but I also recently learned that if you have a lot of metal, any of the animals, kind of snake, it could denote health issues for um, the year, especially in the year of the tiger. So, looking at the feng shui specifically, the flying stars for October, we have a couple of good combinations. So, my favorite sectors for the month are the north that is going to play host now to the flying star number eight, which is of course the wealth star and it's a favorite of everybody's right. So you can definitely activate um, that for the month. Um, but you can activate North two for the entire year. And I'm going to tell you a secret. You can leave it up for the entire year. And if you find North two, North two, this is my little secret. It is a really good activation to do for the year. So, uh, the other sector, the other sector people are loving the year, uh, for 2022, really is that northeast. So um the flying star number six goes into the northeast. So it makes a six eight combination with the eight wealth star being there for the year. So we have that yearly wealth star in that northeast, the six coming in. So the six eight combination generally denotes um, authority and finances. So it's a really good combination, especially if you're the head of a company, a boss or um, you're the person in charge, maybe your management or something. Great star for you to activate. So on the 19th, um, we have a lucky combination with good stars and a good date. So I'm giving the 19th as a date. To activate the Northeast, you can place a candle. If you can find Northeast too, go ahead and um, stick that, uh, you know, the, a candle or a fan in Northeast too. Um, to activate the one, six, eight combination, and that's supposed to be a fairly lucky combination. Um, We don't really get that in the north, so even though the north does have the eight star and the one star, um, on days that the six star comes in to visit that palace, there's not really anything usable there. They're not good dates and so the flying stars we don't want to activate on those days. But you can definitely activate the northeast too on the nineteenth. And you can activate the north also, um, that day. So again, North Two. Activate North Two. <laughs> So if you don't know how to find these areas in your home, I can uh, do a free energy mapping for you. I can point out the sectors you want to try to activate so you can do activations with us. You know, uh, they get good results and I'm so confident in my activations um, that, uh, I mean, me, I'm just going to say that uh, we've had, I've been able to create record years for some, some clients. (laughs) So that's all I'm going to say. So it's been, it's been a great year. So yeah, but a north two. um, you know take advantage of the rest of the year with these energies looking at the areas of the southwest and the west these are probably the most negative sectors for um the month so the southwest already has uh, you know some fairly negative energies there for the year um the west also does and so um if you're sleeping in the area if it's an area you use quite often um it's an area you are just going to want to keep calm um, you can place those salt water or uh, cures, what do they call the salt water cures, or you can also place the metal with, um, you get the six coins tied with a red ribbon. So those are two things you can place in the area. Um, you may have the Southwest fixed already and maybe quote unquote cured or already, you know, put a salt water out for the year, um, and, or you've put that out for, um, the uh the the month you know it could be something that you might want to double up for the month the west might be an area that you may have ignored because it's not particularly negative and honestly the the thing going on over there is the five stars now visiting um the area so and flying stars number five is generally considered negative and it kind of sometimes is a catalyst for uh, some negative things happening. Remember, flying stars can be activated with movement. So um, if you introduce new movement to the area, and of course we want to keep renovations out of the Southwest and the West for the month. But it is just an area you can place a saltwater cure. Um, and then you can use the 13th is a remove day. I like to use what are called the remove days for these um the, especially when you're taking away negative energy or you need something taken out of your house um using the 13th is probably my favorite uh for the month it's a pretty pretty positive um a day to you know it's it's just a good day to remove those things that no are no longer serving us it's even a good day to like you know um file for divorce it's a good day to Uh, and relationships it's a good day to cut off you know relationships it's actually actually a good day to like clearance out inventory so it's a good day to remove things from our life that are no longer serving us and remove you know things that we just don't need anymore so it's actually a really good day to also declutter so again those dates are all up on my blog and i do detail and put up uh, where to activate and uh, which days are best We'll take a short uh, sponsor break if you listen on Anchor, Um, and then we'll be back with uh, welcoming back Tammy Doe. Tammy Doe joins us again after taking a break um, and going to Mexico and taking a set of the Moldavite, which is the stone she works with, uh, down there to activate. So she's going to tell us about the upcoming energy for October and uh, tell us about what we can focus on and um, how to bring in the energy of what she calls the 1010 portal. All right, guys, I'm so excited to welcome back Tammy Doe. Tammy is going to join me this month, hopefully for many more months. And we're going to talk about the energy that she's experiencing, her interpretation of the portals that are opening, the the energy that we're receiving uh, for the month of October. And this month, um, Tammy is going to tell us about the 1010 portal.
1: Hi, everyone. Thanks, uh, thank you for Chan- Candice for having me here. So, about me, I work a lot with uh, extraterrestrial stones, particularly moldavite and other meteorites. But the main thing I work with is moldavite. And so when we're, we're talking about these uh, high frequency celestial stones, the energy is connected to the stars, right? The outer space energy. And so whenever I get these um Date important dates that comes through. I would always check in with Candice to see what's happening on the Feng Shui end, and uh, we've been doing this the last couple of months to see how they overlap. But typically, around the this ten ten portal coming up is the energy of a split in the middle of the road. So many of you may experiencing an ending, either it be relationships, uh, a big project. I feel like more towards the relationship side. Side friendship partnership. If there's someone who's dominant in one energy for you, and they're not in resonance anymore, and they may leave, okay, or you guys work something out. But there's gonna be a big shift that's coming up, like a death of a old you. And so when the ten, already right now to ten ten, there's already this initiation stage where you start picking up choosing your next path. And from I believe when ten ten comes, that's when your that path is gonna pull you down that. Uh, the next part of your journey if that makes sense
0: yeah it totally does it totally makes sense um one of the things that I kind of picked up when we were comparing and looking at the dates from a um, eastern astrology Chinese astrology perspective um you know each year month day and even hour has an animal sign that governs it so for um that day you know we're in the um animal sign year of the tiger so we have this tiger energy here um for that day we're having it's actually a monkey day so when we look at the energies in eastern astrology we're looking at, at energies that combine and sometimes the energies will clash and be opposite and so the monkey energy and the tiger energy are the exact opposite for a 10 and i think it's so interesting that we're talking about you know choosing a path or like these opposing you know um paths or looking at the different pathways that can be open for that day that you have to choose from. And so I just think it's so interesting, that kind of duality that is presented on that day. And it's actually a pretty good day. Um, the dates, uh, when we look at date selection, it, the day is considered a good day, um, but not a good day to do functional activation because of the opposing energy. So, um, But it's a really good day, I think, to do meditation. It's a day um, after the full moon. Is that correct?
1: Uh, I believe so. It's around that time. We probably have a full moon session uh, around that time frame, and uh, it's 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 choosing your path. And remember, when everyone who's tuning in, uh, there is no right or wrong path. It's uh, either you choose to lean in for your one next step, take a leap of faith, or you keep repeating the pattern, the cycle, which is not right or wrong. Some path may take longer than the others. But we all are gonna reach our destiny or this uh where we're meant to be. So uh again, just keep that in mind. There's no right or wrong, whatever path you choose is the path you chose. For those who are tuning in, uh I typically do a full moon uh release every month. And during this session, there we have a mold of right open. So in this next month, the full moon actually lands on 10 9. So we're, we're probably going to do it on the 1010 portal, right? Just because that's a split. So, what happens during this full moon release session, and Candice is going to uh, all three of them since we just first started this, uh, but you can kind of chime in how powerful they are. Uh, typically, I have a huge Moldavite grid open. So, with Moldavite, for those who experience it, it pushes a lot of our stagnant energy from within out. So, whenever we're creating this full moon session, we want we open up a sacred space for people to release, to uh, let go of things that are deep within them that they haven't processed, right? So I typically walk everyone through a guided meditation. And uh, I do a lot of past life regressions too. Uh, But to tap into past life, we must heal the inner child with our parents and our family. And then that's when we start opening up this more of this past life. You start getting visions, starting getting dreams of all these past life connections. But there is first this, healing stage of this lifetime. Right? So as we're doing this full moon sessions, I walk everyone through guided meditation. Whatever comes up for them is released through this opening portal that uh I open up with the Moldavite grid. So the next day will be 10/10 10, 10 at 8:30 p.m. central time. Uh I will give Candice information to uh, sign up in that as well when it's ready. But uh every month we're going to sync up and moving forward we're going to start doing uh different sectors of the house for this energy uh, purge to. so keep that in mind as me and can start collaborating more on feng shui and more of realm
0: yes i highly recommend anyone listening um give the meditation a shot join tammy um they're very very interesting <laughs> very interesting and it's interesting the things that kind of come up that you really didn't know were were there and just to deal with those i think is um, it, it really does help you break through, uh, feng shui can definitely help you, you know, remember feng shui is just your environment, but we have to work on our inner selves, our inner energy and, um, you know, really work on, again, like you said, those repeating patterns and all that kind of stuff. If we really want to make progress in this lifetime, I think. Mm-hmm,
1: for sure. And a lot, when you start deep dive deep, deep more into it, a lot of it is rooted and printed in childhood. So parents is a big source of that when you dive deep in and we clear this energy from our energy field you'll notice it starts it stops showing up in your reality or it stops triggering you as much as it did before so that's when you kind of get idea of okay something is moving out of my body and being released so that new the new me can start coming through right the death of an old when you release these energy the new you have room to come in through
0: yeah so yeah, I highly recommend you join um, Tammy's meditation to work on some of those inner, the inner energy we need to address um, as well as adjusting the feng shui to your home. Thank you so much, Tammy. We really look forward to hearing what we have for um, 11.11 in November.
1: Oh, that's gonna be a huge day as well. But thank <laughs> you, Candice, for having me. Uh, the Light Goddesses is the website and Candice will have more information in that below for once and signups are ready. But go check out the light goddesses. When I have mold device available, I will add that on there as well.
0: Yes, and your YouTube channel too. I'll have all the links uh, below in the show notes. Thank you, everybody. Thank you,
1: you, you Candice.
0: Again, I highly recommend you checking out the companion blog post on the website. It does have all the details of what I'm calling the wealth activation for the month. You don't want to miss that. And that is activating that 168 star in the Northwest. So go check that out on the blog as well as the links to all of Tammy's work. She has a lovely YouTube channel. And don't forget to join for that meditation. I think you'll really be pleasantly surprised about how um, impactful I think her meditations are. They're very lovely and very relaxing. For a free energy mapping of your floor plan, please check the link in the show notes. To support today's podcast, go to learnfengshui.com, sign up for emails, leave a review and share with your family and friends.